With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following is an iHeartMedia Auburn production. This is On The Mark with D. Mark Mitchell and Jeff Sasser and brought to you by The Orthopedic Clinic, Bubba's Medicine Shop, Jeff Code Tran Funeral and Crematory, Opelika Power Services, Opelika Sportsplex and Aquatic Center, Western Sizzlin, The Clinic on 6th, Rehab Works, John Rice Realty, Auburn Bank, Gentryware Motor Company, Reynolds Outdoors, Hamilton's on Magnolia, Cannon Carpet One, Encore Rehabilitation, Smith T Hardware and Building Supply, Max Credit Union, and Point Broadband. Listen live now at iHeartRadio.com or on the iHeartRadio app. Dial in to be a part of the show at 745-5525. That's 745-5525. Now, here is your host, D. Mark Mitchell. Hey, the 19th day. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to On the Mark. I would be Dean Mark Mitchell. I am. That would be Jeffrey Craig Sasser. Good morning. That would be Coach Dan. Uh, Aaron, I'm, let me start over. 705. Good morning. Welcome in the studio, D. On the Mark on a Tuesday. D. Mark Mitchell, Jeffrey Craig Sasser, and Coach Larry Gore. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Well, let's try that again since y'all's mics were off. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Coach and Jeff, glad to see y'all. Coach, Why how are you? you have our mic off? I didn't. It was pulled down a little bit. We've had a little few issues this morning. Coach, you feeling all right, buddy? <laughs> um, I feel, you know, a little bit washed out, but Do you? anybody's ever had kidney stones, they... They say that's I don't tough, know, Coach. so what if you've those had them, you know. things are doing. And the reason that I'm here is my wife ran me out of the house. She said she put up with me enough yesterday mm-hmm. that she needed a break. Well, here I am. Sounds good, Coach. We're glad to have you. She beat you up in the morning, Coach. She up before you? Sir? Miss Ann, she get up before you? Oh, no. He said that Nobody before. He said that nobody's – he said that before. You know what we're going to do, though, Coach? I'm going to give you your forecast. Oh, good. All right, so you'll have the forecast. <coughs> when you get home, you can tell me, saying what the forecast is going to be. Our forecast this morning is brought to you by the Opelika Observer. Today is the 19th day of March, and the Opelika Observer comes out when, Jeff? Wednesday. And what is the Opelika Observer? Well, it's a local paper that's all Opelika most of the time. There you go. You enjoy reading, Cliff? Uh, Cliff McCollum. McCollum. Sorry, How today, 60 <laughs> – 62 degrees. Currently outside, 40 degrees. Uh, 62 the high, 39 the low. No chance of rain. Sunny skies today and tomorrow. 64 tomorrow. 43 tomorrow. Uh, Thursday, 65 and 40. Friday, 68 and 42. Saturday, 71 and 46. Looks like a pretty good few weeks. I mean, a few days. No chance of rain. I mean, just a slight, slight, uh, slight chance of rain. And that's it. So, there's your forecast. 
That's good. Thank you, you. you you look a little peaked over there, Coach. I ain't gonna lie to you. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got some local stuff from yesterday. Jeff, I did get some dog information. Well, if I have, uh, well, what you looking for, brother? Hmm. The season is not very far away. Yeah, it's not. Well, I have my information you on that. Ain't on top of it, all. No. Yeah. So I don't have that information. So. Got any information there, Jeff? Did you get that information from yesterday? Anyway, all right, so Opelika went on the road yesterday. They did split. I no, I that. did not get that information. I got a I said, I said, article. You did what now? I got an article from uh, OA Now. What you got? To me. What, Opelika? Yeah, you sent it to me. Which one? About crime. And, uh, okay, that's not the right one. All right. Um, Opelika was... Went on the road yesterday. We were talking about playing baseball. They went and played Oxford and um, Boonville. <laughs> they beat Boonville. They're six and fifteen now. They beat Boonville and lost to. Um, let me pull this wrap up right here. All right. Um, all right, Boonville. They beat eleven to one yesterday. Have you ever heard of Boonville, Coach? I have not. Is that Alabama? I don't know. Remember, didn't we talk about this before? With it must not we be because it. it must not be because it won't come up on the. But Oblaka won eleven to one, three in the second, eight in the fourth. Did not play the sixth and the seventh. Mercy, mercy, we're beating them too bad. <coughs> uh, hits. Um, let me give you some box scores here for Oblaka. This is yesterday. Uh, a couple of hits from Michael Christian. A couple of hits from Brooks Bryan. Three hits from Colton Dunson. Hit from Braden Thomas, hit from Jack Jason Dukes, ten hits total. Corey McCory. Sir? Julian Dukes. What'd I say? Jason Dukes. Yeah, Julian. I didn't mean to say Jason. I'm sorry, thank you. Julian, he's a youngster too. So congratulations to the dogs. That that would be two wins in a row right there. Mm-hmm. Beat Boonville. And then they had a tough one last yesterday after playing Boonville. They lost their next game. Uh Opelika did in the final to Oak Mount or Austin. Well, let me back up. They play Austin Oak Mountain today. They lost to Oxford 10-4 yesterday. Four runs in the first for Oxford, one in the third, four in the fifth, one for Opelika in the fifth and the sixth, and two in the seventh, one in the sixth for Oxford, 10-4 final. Jeff, I, I keep seeing this, you know, six errors in this game um, against Oxford. It appears that, you know, three to four errors seem to be the norm, and I'm not being critical. It seems like they're having a tough time playing a little defense. Uh, well, don't they have some young guys playing? Oh, too? absolutely, they do. Uh, you know, I, I have, I have not. I'll be honest, I haven't seen a. a, a I haven't game. seen it. I haven't seen a pitch. I just get yeah, a game changer. Uh, and, but you know, I don't know where the where the errors are coming from. I don't know if not, don't want it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, I'm just. Is it throwing? Is it field? Don't know. Don't know. I'm just saying. It always in the box scores it has errors, yeah. and they had and six you, gotta, you, you probably got to mix in a few mental errors in there that they you, they don't report. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. kids being kids. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, I'm not. I'm certain. You know, you, you think as the season progresses, they they settle down, and you know, I, I've always said, you know, you, you you want a team that makes the routine play and occasionally makes, you know, the diving catch or the, you know, the 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 web gym. But the routine play is just the ball hit right at you. It's got to be filled. It's got to be thrown, you know. And uh, if you can do that, you can win games.
Um, pitching in the second game for Opal, like uh, Will Ingram, Hunter Weston, and Taylor Birmingham. I don't think I got the win in the first game. Let me go back here just a minute for you. Boonville, didn't you say Boonville? Yeah, but Boonville? who won? Who was the winning pitcher? No. Okay, you didn't say that. See, see, see. Glad you're paying attention, though. Coach, you over there? You good? No, I was just. Uh... Hooney? Oh. How about Hooney? Hooney went. Hooney got the win with no earned runs, three strikeouts. Yes, sir. Two two runs not earned. All right, Coach, what we got? I don't know. You don't know anything about Boonville? Or... I don't know anything about Boonville. They're in Boon. Is it South Boonville, Tennessee? See where Boonville is, Jeff. Is that a Boonville, Alabama? What, uh, oh, that's Boone, North Carolina. I know, I know that. I'm just kidding. So today, Opelika will play Oxford. I mean, Austin in Oxford, Oak Mountain in Oxford, and tomorrow they will play James Clemens, and then they will also play West Morgan. So Opelika's got a plethora of games they the next that. two days. Yeah. Okay. On the road again. So. Is this getting in preparation for their region? Yeah, the region hadn't started yet, Coach. I think it'll start, what, next week? Uh, I think they open the 20, up with uh, ben, 20, ben Russell or Russell County. What, ben what? Russell, the 26th, Coach. Yeah. Okay. And so there you go. <coughs> Long-time high school coach Danny Powell retired yesterday. He'll be on the market 805. I broke that story, by the way, yesterday, Jeff, at the water cooler. Man, you, water cooler or something else. It is, Coach. Hey, Coach, he's got a big mouth. He's got a big mouth. And the next thing I know, he goes from announcing it Thursday to it's got to be announced tomorrow. So the Jackson Aggies are up next looking for a coach, Jeff. Yeah. No do rest. Clark Prep has them a new coach. You know who the Clark Prep new coach is? If I had to guess, I'd say Danny Powell. Boy, that, that, you, you just went out on I'm, I'm, <laughs> Go ahead on, Coach. So Danny Powell retires from one job and gets another. That would be calling a double-dip situation. Well, yeah. I mean, he's leaving the public school system for the private school, so he'll be in the AISA. I may get a shot to see him. You, Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hmm. <laughs> you know what we did not report yesterday on, Jeff? What did we not report? We did not go over Rush Pro situation. Oh, you know, Rush is 88 that. out the gate. Over the weekend, Rush Pro was terminated. By the superintendent of uh, Coquit County, Georgia, Doug Howell. Yeah, Doug had had enough, I think. And, uh, and Doug had enough, Jeff? He had had enough. <coughs> what all did Doug know about? Uh, well, he gave he gave him some leave. Uh, <laughs> he you know, gave him some leave? He gave some players some leave. Uh-huh. A summary of Howell's report first obtained by the Moultrie, Georgia Observer. You like the Observer over there? Said Prost was providing pills to players, as Jeff said, <laughs> missed called meetings, verbally abusing players and coworkers, and a multiple of other reports outlined by the superintendent. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> let's see. The things that were involved. Oh, let me go back over here, Jeffrey. I was going to list all of these. Well, do tell. What, what information do you have? Uh, you seem to know that situation right there. I just know about the lead. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> okay, here's the internal investigation. Doug Howell, superintendent of Coquit County Schools, recently conducted an internal investigation involving Rush Prost and personal issues. The complete investigation is centered around four major areas of concern. This is the report from the Georgia Athletic Association coach. Or excuse me, the uh, Georgia, what was it, Jeff? Ethics Commission or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, well, all of them. Okay, first area, okay. Uh, the complete investigation is sent around four major issues. First area, this is by the Georgia Code of Ethics for Educators. Yeah, this, you know, this is the first I've ever heard of, you know. Uh, first you ever heard of what? Uh, Rush Prost being, you know, uh, caught up in. Uh, Anything? Well, ethics. I think he's appeared before this board two or three times, or maybe four or five times. Well, yeah, but that, that's in Georgia, so I mean, we don't have. Oh, okay, you know, right. uh, okay. you know, I, I know he ran a clean program when he was in Alabama, right? And, you know, he, uh, uh-huh. he, you know, it, uh, he left and coach. Uh, I'm looking he, at you. I'm assuming he was double dipping. Okay, can I? You may go on with the investigation report. It, it wasn't do rest. The reason he left. No, he didn't have any do rest on the field. He had a lot of do rest apparently off the field. Well, that was yeah. <laughs> okay, the well, first. It might have been two wise fighting over him. I don't know. Uh, well, I think that. Well, can I continue with the? Go right ahead. Okay, thank you. The first area of concern: the Georgia Code of Ethics for Educated Standard to Conduct with Students. An educator shall always maintain a professional relationship with all students, both in and outside the classroom. Unethical conduct includes, but is not limited to, furnishing tobacco, alcohol, illegal, unauthorized drugs to any student. <coughs> Quote, in my opinion, now keep in mind this is from who, Jeff? Mr. Howell. Yeah. Doug. Superintendent Doug. In my opinion, based on the evidence provided during the investigation, that Rush Prost violated this standard. The evidence includes statements that show Coach Prost and on more than one occasion gave pills doesn't say anything about a leave here. Gave pills to students out of his pocket, in the office area, at halftime, and at his truck. It is not allowed to give over-the-counter medications to unauthorized medication or unauthorized medication. The evidence showed that one occasion he gave a pill to a student at halftime. The student was observed to be by a medical profession who described him as dazed and lethargic after getting the pill from Coach Prost. <clears throat> Second area of concern, Georgia Code of Ethics for Educators. Legal compliance. An educator shall pro- abide by federal, state, and local law and statute. Unethical conduct includes, but is not limited to, the commission or conviction of a felony or any crime involving moral turpitude. It had been established that the offense of a pattern of failure to file federal tax returns in years which taxes were due is morally uh, turpitude if that was the fact in the case. Standard for honesty. An educator shall exemplify honesty, integrity, and course of professional practice. An ethical conduct in- includes but is not limited to falsifying, misrepresenting, or omitting information submitted to federal, state, local, school districts, and other government agencies. 
The agency uh, includes garnishment summons to the Coquit County uh, Board of Education from Georgia State Revenue Commissioner for $143,000 owed by state tax. There are other there are two other active garnishments against Mr. Post. There have been a total of eight garnishments in the last several years by businesses. Um, says that he owes the federal income tax three thousand one hundred dollars and three hundred seventeen cents. I mean three hundred one thousand three hundred seventeen thousand dollars. So he owes four hundred fifty thousand dollars in back taxes. All right, that was what they released. Now um, here's another. Um, Third area of concern, <coughs> insubordination, failure to follow. We're talking about Rush Prost. We're on the mark at 720. He was relieved of his duties. We're going over uh, what was outlined in the superintendent. What's his name, Jeff? Doug. Doug Howell. Doug Howell, the third major of Standard 5, the third major area of concern, insubordination, failure to follow school rules, attendance issues, and mis- of pub- misuse of public funds, and other sports concerns. Coach Prost directly and intentionally interfered with the hiring of Jamie Dixon as Coquit County High School principal in March of 18. An interview team made up of administrators, teachers, parents, community members interviewed Mr. Dixon. Mr. Dixon related to the re, related to the superintendent that immediately following the interview, Rush Prost set up a meeting at his own discretion at Starbucks. Mr. Dixon, Mr. Dixon had not met, nor did he know Coach Prost before the meeting. Rush Prost spent an hour with Mr. Dixon, who was the only candidate at the time of the job of principal at Coquit County High School. Coach Prost left CCHS during the school day without permission from administration or any staff member to conduct his own meeting. Mr. Dixon said that he had arranged. I met with Coach Prost and verbally reprimanded him for being insubordinate and interfering with the hiring process. <clears throat> Mr. Howell says, I met with Coach Prost in May of 2018 in my office to inform him that on Thursday nights, Coach, the hotel, the team would not be staying at a hotel anymore for home games. <laughs> so when they played at home, they pulled a college and they went on to the local hotel. I got you. Okay. Well, it eliminates distractions. Right. I explained that the Packer football team had been told not to return to the Hampton Inn of Moultrie because of behavior problems. Coach Cope Prost became aggravated and enraged. He stood up from his chair in front of my desk, put both hands on his desk, and yelled at me. He was asked to sit down and warned about being insubordinate. He was also told that his behavior could lead to a cumulative events that could lead to future discipline actions, a superintendent and uh, of human resources, James Harrell, witnessed this event. Coach Prost to date had missed 21 half or whole days in 18 and 19 in which he did not call in or notify anyone he was going to be absent. Standard D, an educator entrusted with public Public funds and property shall honor that trust with a high level of honesty, accuracy, and responsibility. Unethical conduct includes, but unlimited to, misusing public funds, submitting fraudulent requests for reimbursements. The record shows from these mails and invoices that Rush Pro stayed at the Atlanta Marriott Northwest Galleria on Saturday night, December 1st. What happened that night, Jeff? That afternoon? Uh, SEC championship game, right? Okay. It appears from records that he checked out on Sunday, December 2nd in Atlanta. Mr. Post was not on official business or professional leave with the Coquit County School System. The SEC championship game between Georgia and Alabama was played that day. Mr. Post checked out of the Marriott on Sunday without paying for the room. The outstanding balance was $143.66. Ms. Garcia from the Marriott contacted Rush Post on December 20th requesting payment. He replied, Ms. Garcia, quote, we're out on Christmas break until Tuesday. 
of next week. As soon as we're back in, the school will get you a PO cut for the balance. Thank you. Coquit County School System does not cut purchase orders to pay for hotels, rooms that are not approved or authorized. The expense being $143 is fraudulent. And the emails from Ms. Garcia prove it. Interfering with other sports. There were concerns from other head coaches that Russ Prost interfered with other sports by encouraging multi-sport athletes to play football only. Hmm. 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 He didn't tell them. He just encouraged, right? Encouraged them to play football only. Fourth area of concern, football operations. He lost control of his team. Coach Post would call meetings and not show up. Lack of unity among coaches, especially on the defensive side. The staff was bickering in the game. Two extra coaches. Uh, he had Coach Post brought in two extra coaches for the championship game that did not work for the county school system. They were allowed to work in the field house. They were allowed to be a big part of preparation. This was at the dispense and unorthodox of the mess up of the players. Lack of discipline. Coaches commented during interviews that there were several problems with players' disciplines. There were fights at practice, uh, dangerous situations. Come coaches attempted to discipline players. There was no consistency from Coach Prost. As control, he, Coach Prost showed a lack of control after losing ball games. He would scream. He would throw bottles against the wall. Uh, one example, Corpus Kelly Classic versus North Gwinnett. In the championship game, Coquit County lost 14-13. Packers are expected to be respectful in defeat. Um, after negotiations, uh, some of the facts surrounding whatever. The entire team left for the locker room after the home, before the horn, right as it sounded. One starting player left while the game was still in progress. Several players were asked to return to the field and accepted the runner-up trophy, which they did. The majority of the players stayed around and shake hands to congratulate uh, Milton players. The players headed to the tunnel, into the locker room. This was quite a, a commotion going on, players in the locker room. Quite a bit of cussing, hollering, pointing fingers, yelling. Uh, he was cur cursed and physically threatened by offensive coordinator. This was, goes on and on. A deputy had to come to the locker room. The head coach is responsible for that team. Coach, hmm. Rush Pros. That's totally. I'm surprised they let him go that far. Totally. To be honest. Totally. Lost it. Yeah, I think uh, me and probably, you know, might need to seek some type of medical help. We can't have that intense walk. Seven twenty nine. I think we. Uh, I think you ended that segment pretty good, Coach. Oh yeah. Need some medical help. Uh, so you and Miss Ann enjoyed the. Auburn, we certainly did. Tennessee it was a, baseball it was a good game. Good ball game. It moved along pretty good until uh, we, you know, Auburn had to had to change pitchers, but uh, it gave um, gave us an opportunity to see some pretty good baseball. Um, I was uh, I was impressed with the hustle, uh, and uh, you know, I, the the biggest thing is encouragement from um, you know both sides really. Uh, for their teammates, I thought that the uh, encouragement that they gave to the guys, whether it was a base hit or you mean like supporting each other, coach. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. She's talking about supporting each other. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Supporting each other, Coach? Sir. Supporting each other? Yes, sir. Okay. Top seed in the women's bracket is the Baylor Bears. We should be proud. Baylor Bears. The yeah, Baylor they're top Bears. seed. You're exactly right, Mark. Good job. That's you unusual, know, isn't it? Tennessee made it, too. 38th. They've never not made it. Is that right? I think they were kind of threatening there. Uh, yeah, they were on the bubble. but they Let don't. me guess who did not make it. Alabama. Criminal Tide. <laughs> hey. NIT matchup, baby, for the men. Hey, they're one seed. Hey, hey one seed, baby. <laughs> one seed. They're one seed. They get that one game at Coleman. They'll play that one game in front of them 400 fans, and they'll be good. Get a little practice. Oh, it'll be a sellout. Yes, sir, it will be. And bars will be sold out. All right, so anybody. Where's UConn? Sir? Where's UConn with the women? They normally. Oh, what did they go? They were right. They're a number one seed coach. Come on now. Well, I figured that. No, I'm just kidding. You're number one. They're not a number one seed. They are not a number one seed Uh coach for the first time in a long time. Baylor, Notre Dame, Louisville, and Mississippi State. Notre Dame. First time since. Yes. First time since uh, 06. Well, I can tell they're they're not as as strong as they've been uh, depth-wise, I think. Uh, Usually – UConn has got folks that come off a bench that are as good as what's out on their starting five, mm-hmm. but Coach, you're thirty-one uh, and two. Man. Not, I don't think it's has been that way this year. He's, they're thirty-one and two, Coach. I think it's probably his. Uh, <laughs> They've his, lost his two best, games, Coach. His best and you sitting there. Years has, has They've lost two games, lines. and he's over a doggy mouth. <laughs> well, you know, I, I tell you what made me. Uh, I love you, and Coach. this this will probably. Hit home with a lot of uh, our listeners. Uh, you know where the what state is the has the highest price on a case of beer? Okay, hold on just a sec, Coach. We were talking about. Um, well, I got to think about. Hold on, who was we talking about, Coach? What was we talking about? You and I. NCAA. We were talking Tournament. about UConn. UConn girls basketball, and I was talking about. And then Jeff said, "What'd you say, Jeff? Throw that in. Well, How much is a case of beer?" Well, I got to thinking about this. You know the you know they they say yeah, beer at these at these venues. Mm-hmm. For this, you know, right. Aren't you glad they don't have a regional in Alaska? It's thirty-one dollars a case for a beer. Well, I don't drink beer, Jeff, so it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, yeah, but you one a few. Uh, Illinois is the I cheapest. One a few. Uh, Illinois is the coach? cheapest. Fifteen dollars, half half price. Alabama. Right, time out. Time out. Time out. What are you talking about? At the ball game, you can buy a case for fifteen dollars. No, at the st- in a state. How much does a case of beer cost in Alabama and every other state? Alabama come in at number four. Coach, 14. am I missing something? See, I'm telling you something, man. We're in the top 50 in our state government. But, man, <laughs> we're in the top 20. In, in beer sales? In beer, uh, for the cost of a case of beer. I hope the mayor's we're actually in the top 50. I hope Mayor Andrews heard that because that'd be right up with the ant bed. <laughs> I, so, just, UConn did not get a number one seat. show is different. I, UConn did I, not get a number one seat, Coach, and the price of beer in Alabama is better than anywhere no, 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 no. It's only better than oh. uh, than uh, 
the there's, price. There's 36 other states better. All right, let me get this right, Coach. UConn's not a number one in seed, and there's 36 states yeah. with cheaper beer than Alabama. It sure is. Okay. Anything else you need to know? I got it is concerning to Jeff. It is not concerning to me, Coach. Okay. Why are we having to pay so much for a case? You know, you might want to talk to the governor. Coach, we'll go back to the girls if you want me to, or are you good with that, or how are you want? You good? Why don't we go back and, and who are the top seeds? You well, I, I mean, Budweiser, Coors. Oh, uh, you guys, you guys are rotten. You guys, he, he, he. You All know, right. Boom. Notre Dame. Number one is Baylor. They've lost one game. Notre Dame, Louisville, and Mississippi State. But I was telling you while you were jumping on uh, UConn, I mean, Coach, they have a – uh, uh, just a horrific, They're horrifying. They are thirty-one and two, two and you have just kicked them to the curb. <laughs> they have lost two games. Yeah, but we're loose. We're used to them not losing more. No, you're right about that. You're right. They've lost two games. Coach said, "Yeah, they pretty much. They, they just." <laughs> so beware, beware. Auburn's in it, Coach. Auburn Lady Tigers. I meant to reach out to Ange and get the Ange on, Coach. How about Auburn winning? The, how about Auburn winning the? Uh, SEC? Yes, sir. How about that? That's terrific. That's good uh, stuff, isn't it? Yep. They showed it at the baseball game. The, Did they? The, just a, a flash from where they had won it and Coach Pearl on the, <laughs> on the floor and uh, the place kind of went bonkers. 7.35. Coach Danny Powell, 8 o'clock. He is retiring. Just 7.40. Good morning. Welcome back to Walmart. Hour number two. Some in spring break, some not out of spring break. Some going to school, some not. Some chilling, some we not. We're taking spring break. Uh, yes, or today was your break. Today was my break. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now, so you go to the ball game. Yes, sir. Tennessee, Sunday, Saturday. I went Sunday. Sunday. And they walk a batter. Yep. And he takes off running because he was intentionally walked. Right. Miss Ann didn't see anybody throw pitches, and she wanted to know what was going on, didn't she? uh, Turned right to me, and she says, they did not even pitch to that man, and he's running to first base. And I How'd you you explain that? I said, well, they have a rule, okay? (laughs) And and the coach, at his discretion, can walk uh, uh, an opposing player if it – he thinks that it will benefit his team to to walk him. And since they had a runner on second and third, uh, I'm sure Coach Thompson felt that, you know, walking that batter was a pretty good hitter, um, put him on base. And that way they got to force it uh, any base that you have. And that's exactly what uh, – But I think she was questioning why they didn't pitch she just couldn't figure out why, why they, they didn't, didn't throw, throw four ball. pitches and you right. and you got to say that's a speed up rule they just get to put them on yeah but she wouldn't have understood the I speed know, up coach. rule yeah. you could have said hey the pitcher cussed at him so the day <laughs> she'd have believed that she would probably would have she would have got we got some spring practice coming up here Jeff we got any kind of changes going to happen at at um, uh, Alabama Auburn uh, now I look for Tua to be, of course, be at the number one going into spring and leaving spring, uh, and then uh, you know uh, Coach Malzahn says he he he, well, he determined during the spring who his starter would be going into the fall. You know what he says right here though? He says there's no timetable. Well, 
Or is that before? Now, coach, four players, Junior Malik Willis, Joey Gateway, Gatewood, Cord Sandberg, and freshman Bo Nix will compete for a wide-open race. That's the uh, no. quarterback. Okay. While Miles on, you, you okay, Jeff, over there, Yona? Yeah. All four will be given a fair chance and will establish a pecking order after a day, the seventh-year Auburn coach said. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm just going to step out on that limb. I'm going to say a freshman starts the season for Auburn. A freshman. All right, how many of these are freshmen? Redshirt, freshman, gateway. What about Sam? A true freshman. Let me say a true freshman. Well, I would agree with you on that. I think I'm gonna say a huge. Uh, 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 I'm gonna say a true freshman from Pinson Valley. Okay, I, and his, that, that, that had his daddy that was played right there too, right? Well, not because of that, because the kid. Right, did I say that? But I said daddy. that had a daddy that played yeah, there. Yeah, he too. did. He's okay, probably, if truth be known, he's probably better than his daddy. Probably. Have, well, I know he has more arm. You want me to call Pat and see? If, Man, go right ahead. All right, Malzahn said he was trying to get that. Coach Malzahn said that, but he wanted to clarify his timeline. Quote. No timeline on narrowing things down on naming a starter. We're just going to let these guys compete. It's an open position and look forward to watching. Well, man, I understand that. You say that right now. But, or, okay, or, well, hold on. Or you got three guys that will be on. doing spring pr- uh, training at another say school. That. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. <laughs> he didn't say that to start with. He said he'd have his – remember because Coach Dye was cracking with me because I said before practice. Yeah. So he uh all, right. all four will rotate equally with first team offense. This is where I like right here now. Offense as miles on and offensive quarter court coordinator, quarterback coach Kenny Dillingham evaluate the competition before quote they decide. Oh yeah, it's a joint effort. <laughs> Don't think it ain't. It's a joint effort to do what? Uh choose that starter. Between the quarterbacks. Who's going to choose? The offense coordinator and the uh, uh-huh. head coach. <laughs> no, I got news for you. There, there's one man that'll choose this quarterback, and his name is Coach Gus the Bus Malzon, as they call it. The A-Day game is the 13th, okay? 13th. They will not hold a scrimmage uh, this weekend, but will scrimmage the next two Saturdays on the 30th and the 6th. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. So the the thirtieth and the sixth and the mm-hmm. eight day games on the what thirteenth. So it's really three scrimmages in a row. Right, right. Okay, you got it. Yeah, I got it. Any other? And then that's going to determine, right? They'll evaluate. That's where they're going to evaluate it, and then they're going. Okay. They, they coach. They. <laughs> well, that's good. They, it's a collaborate, kind of like the Super 7, right, Jeff? It was a collaborative effort. That day is not a collaborative effort. Yeah, that's that's how we do it here. That's (laughs) that's how we do it. Yeah. (laughs) That's how we do it, collaboratively. Yeah. Okay, all right, so. Great job, by the way. I mean, I. Great job, by. Well, I won't go back. I'm thinking about yesterday talking with. Coach Steve Savarese and. uh, Oh, yeah, you made a point to make sure that. uh, Well, I mean, it's the truth. That you were uh, pleased at all, hey, everybody. Man, hey, let me tell you something. They, you know, I'm sure y'all knew about this a year ago. I don't, you know, I don't know the timeline. No, it, we it didn't. didn't surprise Trust anybody. Me. They, it just smooth transition. For <laughs> Auburn. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh. 
Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> you never know. For all, you never know. Four Auburn players will miss spring practice due to a little injury. They haven't even started. Well, they got practice. some injuries, Coach. Well, they may have, you, know, you know how it is, Coach. After the season, anybody's really, really injured might have some surgery. And anybody really, really good might need to sit out. Yeah. Defensive backs Jordan Peters and Smokey Monday. Okay. No, Smoke Monday. And that just. Defensive backs Jordan Peter and Smoke Monday. Hastings, wide receiver Will Hastings. Defensive back, defensive tackle Daquan Newkirk will miss the first four weeks for various injuries. That a boy, Coach Peters and Newsert Newkirk are dealing with undisclosed foot injuries. Um, while Monday is rehabbing after undergoing oh Monday the player Monday is rehabbing and undergoing a after going on a shoulder procedure, Hastings had a has his second ACL surgery. Oh, surgery. Ooh, we that's, that's, that's tough. Hmm. We don't expect those guys back for the spring. So that tells me that y'all want to hear coach for a minute. We'll hear what yeah, coach, let's, let's speak in. Hear what old coach says. I'd like to congratulate uh, you, Bruce coach. Pearl and uh, Auburn basketball team uh, for winning the SEC tournament. Uh, really. Uh, really fun to watch, um, you know, uh, what he's done in five years to get our program uh, where it's at today is really unbelievable. And uh, being here before he got here, um, you know, it says a lot. But just the way they played, um, just a, a true team, uh, knowing who they are, playing their strengths, and playing their best game um, and the biggest game of the year says a lot. So real happy for him and, and his team and, and wish them luck NCAA tournament. Starting spring practice today, uh, our coaches uh, are real excited about it. Our players are too. Um, We're going to practice Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturdays uh, this spring for the next four weeks. So a little bit different than what we've done in the past, but that was by design. Um, we gave Coach Russell two more weeks to uh, work with our guys uh, to get them physically ready. Um, you know, I think our our coaches are excited about uh, you know getting this thing done in, in a month's time. A couple updates: uh, a few guys will be missing spring ball. Uh, Daquan Newkirk with a foot. Uh, Jordan Peters uh, will miss uh, spring ball with a foot also, and uh, Smoke Monday uh, with his shoulder. Um, they had a procedure done at the end of the the season. Will Hastings will also be out with a knee, but we do expect all those guys to be back. Uh, Anthony Schwartz and Sean Shivers will focus on track. Um, that was that was already planned um, as far as that goes. And then a position change, Alec Jackson will be playing some offensive line uh, this spring. So uh, looking forward to, to watching him and his uh, progression as far as that goes. Our quarterbacks, um, we're going to start out spring. We're going to rotate all four guys equally, at least starting out. And uh, we'll see kind of where that goes. You know, no timetable on narrowing things down or naming starters. We're just going to let those guys compete. And uh, it's open, it's open position, and uh, looking forward to, to watching that competition. So that's that's a few updates, uh, you know, as far as uh, everything goes with that. Questions? There you go.
7.55. There's your answer. James Cook is out. By the way, Laura Lee is out with her child. All's doing well. Baby was born on the 1st of March, as predicted. As Same as John Mark. So, Okay. Any other information? She sent us a schedule of people that would be filling in for her. We had a bit to, of I guess we week. need to explain uh, that intentional walk. Yeah, go back uh, so to the to intentional the walk. Yeah, Miss Ann really didn't know. realize that you could, did Ms. not. Ann, she don't be able to tell yeah, Miss Ann knows now that um, you don't, you don't have, have to, chunk, to pitch. You don't have to chunk it up there to him. <laughs> I was the pace of the game, Coach. I was what? The pace. Uh, really and truly, uh, I thought it was pretty slow. It started off. Um, Auburn didn't get a hit until the fourth inning. Uh, and so the Tennessee pitcher kind of looked like a, uh, I want to say a twig out on the mound. He was kind of lanky, wasn't very big at all. Long drink of water. Uh, had uh, just kind of looked a little skinny in my opinion, but, um, the little man could chunk it up there pretty good, and uh, he he changed up enough with his pitches because uh, he had a pretty live fastball. Then he'd catch him on a uh, on one that didn't have quite as much speed on it, and they'd be way out front. But it uh, after Auburn got uh, you know cranked up and got the base hit in the in the fourth, they they came on, but. Then Auburn had to use, uh, I want to say, five pitchers. Uh, but they got it done, Coach. But they got it done. That's right. But it, it lasted, you know, it started at one, and I want to say it was over around four. Hey, you, right you, in then that means you got a, your money's worth, Coach. Uh, maybe 4.30. I don't remember. That means you got your money. It was, a, it was a good ball game. I enjoyed watching it. There you go. Jeff, any any. Thoughts from that? From none, none. Oh, Block and Middle School had a good weekend uh, in softball. They finished uh, third in the Smith Station Invitational. They uh, won three games, lost one. They beat Smith Station, Carr Middle, and Floyd Magnet. They lost to the Beulah Bobcats, eight to four. I believe that young team is almost twenty and five now. Twenty pre- and five. I think so at this point. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of games. It is a lot of games. They're playing pretty sporty, too. Those tournaments add up. Um, several members of the Auburn High School track and field team went to Homewood. Uh, Haley Stewart was third in the 3,200 meters. Samantha Rogers, second, 800. Uh, Rogers, Harper, McGowan, and Sarah Pacey uh, was top three in the 1,600. Uh, Tyler Ogben was fifth for the boys. Um, Mark Foster, Parker, Drawn, and Evan Rogers were uh, personal best, and they'll return home this week for another meet. So there you go. Auburn track and field. Have a good good day there. Good job by Auburn Gymnastics winning Friday Coast. They're headed to the SEC meet on a high note. Right, JC? That's right. Who'd they beat, Jeff? Air Force. All right. What's the connection with Coach Raba and Air Force? They beat Air Force Friday. What's the what's the connection between Coach Graben and the Air Force? He attended the Air Force Academy for a short while. 
coach. He is absolutely clueless. 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 42 degrees. Good morning. Today is the 19th day of March. Slow it down, coach. Slow it down. Slow it down. Especially when you see a cheese. 42 degrees. Welcome to On the Mark Broadcasting Live from the offices and broadcast studios of Our Heart Radio. Located in Veterans Memorial Parkway. On Veterans Memorial Parkway. Licensed in Opelika. Licensed in Auburn, located in Opelika. That means we cover the O and the A and Lee County and all in between. Time to go to the forecast this morning. As we await Coach Danny Powell to call in the Hall of Famer who retired. 62 degrees will be the high today. Our forecast brought to you by the Opelika Observer. Comes out every Wednesday. It is absolutely free. You can pick it up around town or you can have it mailed to your house for a small fee for postal service. 62 today, 43 tonight, 64 on Wednesday, 40 Thursday morning, 65 during the day, 42 at night, 68 for Friday, 71 for Saturday, 46 at night. So mid-40s, 60s and 70s. Not bad. Not bad, Coach. Not bad. Got your bracket filled out? Sir? You heard me. You and Jeff aren't too much on the basketball end of the issue. You know, Al Roker, he he was in the town. He must have did a good job yesterday, they said. I have no idea, okay. but, I mean, he. Good some, for him for coming. I think an organization that he's sponsored or a part of or whatever was going to give him. Played a big part in it, didn't they? Right. I like that. Jeff, you with us? You want to? Yeah, I, I mean, I heard. Yeah, he was in ta- he was in the uh, what Smith Station or Bullguard area yesterday. Bullguard. Yeah. Bullguard. <clears throat> and brought trucks with him, right? Well, yeah, he brought some giveaways and he gave two mobile or campers away to people to live in until on their property. He sure did. That's and interviewed them and that's very good. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good too. That I thought it was pretty good that. That he came, and I thought it was pretty good that he shed light on the uh, situation in Borgard, too. It is 8.05, and I like a man that is right on time, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to the Hamilton Hotline, and we're going to go live to Jackson, Alabama. And we're not going to talk to 251 Keith Mitchell. We're going to talk to the Jackson Aggie retiring, currently is still the head coach, but soon to be a really retiring coach, Danny Powell. Good morning, coach. Good morning, Jamal. How you doing? I'm doing good, Coach Powell. I don't think that was a real good introduction, but I guess are you officially retired yet, Coach Powell? Uh, no, no. I'll uh, send her my resignation. That'll be probably accepted Thursday. Uh, the board meets Thursday, and I'll re- just be re- retiring effective June one. June one. Now, Coach, they might turn that thing back around on you. And say, nope, we're not going to accept. <laughs> maybe, maybe not coach you had a heck of a run as i told you yesterday congratulations on an incredible career uh 168 wins as a head coach at uh, jackson it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Leroy and Jackson Academy. We'll throw in Lee Scott and McIntosh in there, coach. I think we figured up. 37, 38 years of coaching and in my right in correct. Yeah, and you've got state championships uh in is it four? Let's see. Tell me how many in football and tell me how many in baseball coach state titles. Uh I think it's uh five head coach in the Alabama High School and one in AISA and then one assistant in the Alabama and IHSA. All right, that's football, right? That's football. Yeah, All right. Now, what about baseball? Did, did you win? Three, three baseball. Coach. There you go. I, I believe you won those in 01, 07, and 08. Is that right? That's correct. There you go. See, I'm doing a little homework while I'm talking to you, Coach. That's a, there you go. A, that's an incredible run, Coach Powell. That's what, guys? Yeah. 11 state titles? No, uh, nine. Nine. <laughs> Ten, I think. Ten. Ten I went to Oplaka, Coach. I got that math right there somewhere in there. I know. You know <laughs> I got that math degree, too. So, yeah. so. <laughs> That's pretty strong, Coach. Talk about that a little bit. Well, I, I've been uh, truly blessed to have a lot of good athletes come through and, you know, kind of believe in what we're trying to do. I've had a lot of uh, good assistant coaches that uh, kept me from messing everything up, you know. That's uh, one of my they got to do is keep screwing up your good talent. And then uh, had supportive administration, so uh, I've, I've just kind of had everything go with my wife a lot of times. And it takes all that. It sure does. Eight oh seven, Coach Danny Powell with us. Coach Powell retiring effective June 1st, the tendering his resignation Thursday to the board. Uh, Coach, Powell's, Coach Powell's been in football 37 and been coaching for 37-plus years most recently, nine years. We were. I was talking about that yesterday. It is hard to believe, Coach. You have been in Jackson. Uh, well, this is actually eight years under your belt. Eight years. Yeah, right. I'm looking at a computer that said you would be coaching your night. Right. So I apologize. Right. Eight years, eighty-two wins and twenty losses at Jackson, Coach. That's strong. We were very fortunate. Like I said, we had a lot going our way. Won a state championship in eleven. Coach, uh, kind of take us back through your career. You were at least got it a while. Take us from start yes, to beginning, if you will. Oh, uh, well, I guess I've growing up, I just kind of always liked all sports and went to college and probably didn't know what I wanted to do. And I got a math degree, but I didn't have a education degree, so I ended up going back to school. But I coached at some private schools while I while I did that, and then math and uh, coach coach different sports at different schools a couple of times I all three basketball baseball and football and uh or help with all three of them and uh it's kind of we we moved back to Leroy and I was kind of home and raised the boys and really content and then uh when coach Phelps left I was fortunate enough to get the Leroy job and uh we had uh five really unbelievable years there and then uh Coach Harbuck asked me to come over to Jackson, and we talked about it. And wife and I thought it'd be a really great thing for us. Uh, and we decided to make that move. And like I said, we've been there eight years, and it's been been nothing but great. The people have treated us 
uh, outstanding, and uh, you know we've had some good athletes to work. Had several different good coaching staff come in there. Been real fortunate with that, and you know just just been able to win win a lot of ball games. You know, hopefully affect a lot of lives in a positive way. What I tell you yesterday, you've touched many, many, many lives on and off the football field. Coach Danny Powell with us, retiring uh, as his uh, in in public school as a. Uh, effective June the 1st, currently the head coach at Jackson. I was sitting here looking at your record at Leroy. Uh, three sta- five, excuse me, four state titles at Leroy. Guys, he was 22-1 and one in the playoffs, lost one game in 09 in the playoffs. Overall in five years in Leroy, 66 wins and seven losses. You left Leroy and you went to a rival next door, Jackson, right? That's correct. It's kind of a Strange thing. Uh, got a lot of got a lot of positive comments. I think on retirement, I, they were not all positive when they wrote to Jack. I would not. You know it's what? Strange. You did get some positive. Kind of, <laughs> kind of kind of strange, you know. But uh, most of you know they kind of understood it after a while. I think the first reaction kind of hit some of them kind of hard. But uh, you know, it was it was uh, it was a good move for us, and it was going to really help us. My retirement out is a major thing. Man's got to do what a man's got to do, Andy Coach. That's right, and and I've told you know we tell our kids and, and we tell parents when we talk to them. You, know, you got you got to do, you know, you got to put God first, and then the next thing you got to do what's best for your family. And then uh, we put football up there, kind of a, probably maybe a too high third sometimes, but you know we, <laughs> we figure if all things for family go right, you can kind of fly football up there high. You're right. Family's inclusive in so many things with jobs, how you behave, and everything else, academics. You're right, guys. We've been been very fortunate. Yeah, you're right, Coach. You're at Danny Powell with us on our Hamilton Sightline live from Jackson, Alabama, uh, retiring, going to Clark Prep. So you're not really ready to give up that coaching football. Going to to AISA. Figured I had a little bit left in me. Looking forward to that challenge. and Don't really know a whole lot about the kids up there and all. Uh, of course, I'm familiar with the area. and uh, But uh, looking forward to, to a little bit of change. Uh, you know, I think, you know, again, uh, Gwen and I talked and still bounce ideas off my boys. And everybody just kind of thought that this, this stage in my life, that might be the best thing for us. So we can go up and give that a try. Good for you. How far is uh, Clark Prep from where you live, Coach? It's it's uh, right at thirty miles. Okay, so one twenty five and thirty miles. You just gonna be the football coach, right? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be the athletic director uh, oh. football. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of uh, maybe elementary PE or something. Oh, okay, all okay. right, good deal. Yeah. So we're gonna get out there and be the AD and and also the coach and do a little PE. Coach, if you uh, if you could if you could tell. S- Something that would be important to to coaches that were that were all out these younger coaches that are coming up today that are trying to be in the position where you are. What would you tell them? Give me give me some advice, coach. Uh, one thing definite for them is is being patient. Uh, you know, I've had most of my success since I was past fifty, really, and uh, most of them think if they don't get a head job by about thirty, they're 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 losing their mind and and. You gotta you gotta take the right job. A lot of times, if you go in it, and even though you may be ready for a job, you take the wrong job and you get off to a bad start, and 
you don't have a good, so your next job may not be a good job either. And then all of a sudden, well, can this guy really be a head coach or not? Maybe he's just a good assistant. So you kind of can hurt yourself by not being patient. Uh, the next thing is, is relationship. With your players, with your other coaches, with your administration, you know, just try to have, try not to make a lot of bad comments about people. Try to get along with people. Uh, you know, you never know who you might see later on, this guy that you don't think much of. Right now, it might be the guy you want to help get you a job. At a Amen. Uh, Amen. Uh, same thing with kids. You know, a lot of times we, we tell kids, like when recruiters come in, you know, they may be at a small school and that guy, kid, you know, well, I don't want to go to that D2 and stuff, and I'm going to kind of screw it. I said, well, you may, you may want to think that that same guy may be the one that's a coordinator at a D1 school next year that you do want to go. And, uh, you know, your golden rule is pretty good to go by. Just treat people like you want to be treated. And, yeah. uh, you know, you don't want anybody hi-hatting you and treating you, talking down to you, and, you know, just just work with people the best you can and treat them as good as you can and hope they'll treat you good. Coach, I couldn't say it any better. That that old circle, that old uh, saying, it's going to come back around, it's true, isn't it, Coach? It's so true. It, it, it does. It really does a lot, a lot of times. So. You know, and whether it's a coach to a to a player or coaches with other coaches, and you know, uh, when, when we kind of like you raising your kids, you know, a certain point of time when they get to be about their teenagers, they they know a lot more than you do. And sometimes the, the young coaches think they do, and it, it's not enough. It's not all about how much football you know. It's uh, you know, it, it's your relationship and how you're a, able to. To teach you football, and, and you know it doesn't matter if I know a real complex offense, but I can't teach it to the kids. It's not doing us any good at that system. So, you know, I, I think you teach football. I, I tell them we teach football, and then we coach football on Friday night. So we teach football the rest of the time. Amen. Whether it's teaching plays, teaching them fundamentals, uh, trying to get them to learn to do things correctly, teaching them work ethic, and uh, you know as a uh, most of the time, if you find somebody that is a good teacher and wants to go into coaching, they're going to, they're going to be a good coach because they the ability to teach is just so important. Another mm-hmm. thing is, you know, surrounding yourself with good people, uh, surrounding people with you know knowledge of people, and surrounding people with with people that's good quality people, and let your coaches coach. You know, a lot of people want to micromanage everybody, and uh, you know. I, I, you got if, if I pick somebody to be a defensive coordinator, because I think they have the ability to be a defensive coordinator, and I, I got to trust them to, to coach and you know, give them a lot of responsibility. That's what they want, and, and that's what'll make it easier on you, and that's what's gonna make everything better. Have you been able to enjoy yeah. the moment, Coach? That's right. That's yes. exactly right. Have you been able to enjoy it, Coach? Have you been able to enjoy all those moments? I, I've, I've enjoyed it. I have. It's been a it's been a great career. It's, you know, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I guess the worst bad news is you, you, you tend to remember your losses. Oh no, more you than you win. You, you don't have many of those, coach. So get out of, out of your mind. But uh, you know, they just kind of, sometimes they stick with you. Mm-hmm. It's always, you know, what more could you want? What what more could I have done to you know have to win that football game or that baseball game, or basketball game? So. That's, uh, well, you, know, you got plenty you got, of wins. You got to learn to suck. Got to learn to what, Coach? Yeah. I was, I, I miss, I interrupted you. Say that again. You got to learn to 
you just got to learn to accept it and go on. It's, it's, you know, this is a, this is a tough and crazy business. It, it, you take the best two coaches in the world and uh, they play, and one of them's going to lose. You're right. Now, it doesn't mean that guy did a poor job or he's a bad coach, but it's a tough profession. Me and one of my buddies can set up a grocery store, and we may both be successful. But if we play each other in football, one wins and one yeah. one loses, and it's kind of a shame that that's all that measured by some people is the, the winning and losing. And uh, but but you gotta, you know, it's it, it's tough business, and uh, but it's 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 a very rewarding business. All right, no doubt about it. it. I'll tell you what, Coach, I could see you need to go on the circuit and talk because you could teach so many people. Uh, I tell you, I enjoy listening to coaches that have, uh, as I say, wisdom, have seniority on their belt. You've always been a good man to me. Uh, I know my brother thanks the world of you and his family, and well, and I appreciate, I appreciate you. Coach. He's done a lot down there to help us. And, like I said, we have a lot of good supporters down there, and he's one of them. Good. And you've always been good to me, Coach. Like, as always, I've always admired you. I appreciate you taking time to talk with us. And, and man, congratulations on your retirement. I wish you well at Clark Prep, my friend. You the man. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Coach, you take care, all right, Coach Powell? All right. Yes, sir. sir. Coach Danny Powell right here on the mark, ladies and gentlemen. 822, some's got it and some don't. That man has it. Danny Powell. Definitely. What about him, those tips, Coach? You you could not uh, ask for better information for a, a young guy that uh, is coming in that, uh, that's going to coach. And, um, you know, I've, I've seen youngsters uh, come in that, um, you know, thought they – we're world beaters, but um, you have to – to me, you have to learn uh, to treat uh, your kids and the people around you with respect. That's just just how it Everyone. Yeah. Just like he says, you never – he being Coach Danny Powell, you never know who's going to be in position to hire you, help you, or whatever. Yep. And relationships – Treating people That's right. Great advice. You ought to take that and write it down. In He's, the you're right, coach. You're right. And look at it. Um, and what about the comment about the coaches, the school? That's oh. that's a heck of a comment too. Yeah. You know that coach may be coaching at he may be at a different school next year. Don't put that school down. Right. You know he may be the offensive coordinator at Alabama next year yep. at Auburn, and that's where you want to go. Um, you know. Jeff, you and I talk about this sometimes of the different. And look, we were I've worked with a lot of young coaches. You have too, a lot of good, successful young coaches, and old, older coaches too. But all of them make mistake. But I do think those, like he said, his early part of his coaching career, it wasn't very stellar in the wins and losses. Okay, and what were we judging by? Wins and losses. Oh yeah. And unfortunately, that's what we judge by. Because we joke about do rest, and you usually what, Jeff? A bad record. Yeah. But he's right. It may not necessarily be a record. It's tough not to. It's tough not to look at wins and losses, but you can't look at wins and losses. That's that but everybody the only does. thing you're looking at. Just about everybody. I mean, look. We had a coach down in South Georgia lose his job. There wasn't no wins and losses. No, you're they right. They were a lot more tolerant than. They would have been if he'd have been five and five. You're right. None of that would have never got that far, would it? No. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a great statement. 
Why are we more tolerant, Jeff? Because of winning? Yes. Doesn't make it right. It's just what we do as society does. Or what a lot of schools do. Same way, same thing at Hoover. He was winning. That's right. He was winning when he left. But the 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 you know the the straw that broke the camel's back finally hit, and that's what happened down down there. I mean, it's almost like he's pushing his luck when he's got a good thing going. I mean, his salary is about one hundred forty a year with his incent, you know, his incentives and all. Uh, and this know, was after he was given his second. Big chance after two families and yeah. Go ahead, I interrupted your thought there. I was just thinking about. Don't forget, this was a second chance. Oh yeah, no question. A big second chance yeah. to coach. Superintendent went out on a limb. And he'll probably get a third. I don't know, Jeff. I think he'll have to be in college, guys. I don't know. I shouldn't say that. He'll probably go to. You really got to take a chance to hire him now, though. Well, you had to take a chance. <laughs> Are we talking out of both sides of my mouth or what? Are you talking? We're just listening. Well, I'm just sitting here going. I hate to say he won't get a job because I wasn't sure he'd get a job. And he did. I, I would think that uh, somebody better look at least two or three times uh, in, 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 the, in the back in the background because if not, they to start off with, it'll be all peaches and cream, I'm sure. But then... Just look at, at uh, those, and quote, allegations that are coming from the Board of Education over there. So, And, you know, I think they were probably similar up in up in Birmingham and in, in Hoover. They probably are. The similar situation, uh, similar uh, things. And it's, I mean, let's face it, they probably ain't going to change no matter where he goes. Leopard spots it don't change. Be, the, now he's the, probably going to win. Doubtful, Jeff, I agree. Uh, you know, he's probably going to win, but it's at all costs. So, you know, is, is that what you want to do? You know, you know, because they weren't doing a whole lot till he got there, right? No. They Nobody's were denying struggling. he's a good coach. No, I'm that's what we, we went coach. from. What we went from, we went from talking about that you shouldn't, that we measure everyone with W's and losses, but you should. Yeah. And then you said, well, they're, Certainly, one was fired. But, but when I mean, this is you hear this all the time. Coaches teaching character and, and integrity. How does how does this cat teach character and integrity? <laughs> he doesn't teach right. it. Yeah. I mean, where where's that? Where's that? Where does that lesson come for all the guys that aren't <laughs> going to play college football and aren't going to play professional football? The guys that are just there playing high school football. No, I, they pretty much handle that. He'll be not. He won't be doing that anymore. I mean, how can you walk out of a hotel room? That's what I'd like. I've never I don't quite understand that. Well, I mean, how did you secure it? <laughs> yeah, how, how was it only a hundred and forty three? I've never got one you didn't have yeah, to secure it with your car. Next <laughs> question, Jeff. It's usually you gotta have something to put down and it yeah. was only a hundred and forty three dollars. That's like a motel six in a downtown Atlanta. But it was a Marriott, so how do you walk in and walk out and not pay for a hotel room? You shaking your head two or three times, coach. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Uh, anyway, well, can't say that they. And coach, the comments online were all against the superintendent. <laughs> Wasn't they, Jeff? Yeah. They were firing on the superintendent for firing him. Well, how many people you know that played only high school football 
and and they refer to it, you know, you know, they learned a lot. They learned about being, you know, preserve, you know, persevering and, and persevering, persevering, and and uh, uh, moving, you know, moving, you know, it, it helped them a lot, and, and and with life lessons and things right. like that. Well, doggone, what has he taught them? Who? Rush. Rush. Uh, now he probably you reckon he taught on the phone. How to skip out on a hotel bill? What about the phone? Well, I'm sure that's the first thing. Hey, don't what do you, have, what is it now? Don't get your business and your personal phone confused. Confused. You've got to keep one separate from the other, right? That was his tip of the day, correct? Yeah. Keep your personal phone and your cell phone separate when you're texting. You got to throw in that too. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. You believe that's that. number one lesson, right? Yeah, that's lesson number, one. Number, number one lesson. I don't know. It's uh, uh <laughs> that's tough, isn't it? Yeah. Well, hey, Troy got him a win last night. I mean, Troy's going to host. Listen to me. I was thinking about this. They're hosting the NIT coach. Men's or women? Men. They play in the. Or is, it, is that women? I thought it was. I don't know. I'm asking you. It may be women. I thought it was. There's women's. You fooled me. I thought it was boys. It is 8.30. Good morning. Coach. Gymnastics ended on a high note, Coach. Yes, sir. They are headed. They beat Air Force, right? The last it four did. They did. did. Headed to the SEC. Coach Graven is a group pretty sporty. Taking care of biz. Well, that's uh, what you have to do. Oh, yeah. It seems to to me, just uh, what you read in the paper, um, that all of them are uh, working as a team, not so much as individuals, even though each of those uh, designations in the different apparatuses, um, you know, you have to stand out, but it all comes down to a to a team event, and and young ladies are are definitely in that category. <clears throat> Jeff, you know what it's time for, Coach, ladies and gentlemen, brave report. Yes, it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Coach, you gotta let me get in. Time for the Brave Report, brought to you by Cannon Carpet. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 13500 Pepperell Parkway in Opelika, Alabama, for all your floor covering needs. Go by Cannon Carpet, the one. The Bravos. How are they doing, Jeff? They started off one win. Then they had a loss. Let's count it up. One win. Two wins, three wins, four wins, five wins, six wins, seven wins, eight wins. Eight wins against one loss, two loss, three loss, 
And they're 11 and 13. Man. All right, thank you. 11 and 13. So the Braves are 11 and 13. They play the Yankees at 10, excuse me, the Nats at 105. Yep. Jeff? The Nats are in, they're in second place in the Grapefruit League behind the Yankees. Two games behind the Yankees, but uh, mm -hmm. at 14 and 10. But I mean, this is right. the Grapefruit League. Come I got on. a ticket for 50. Oh, we don't worry about this? Nah. Oh, coach, never mind. Coach, we're not worried about the Bravos. So it doesn't matter about grapefruit. Okay, well, let me move on. No grapefruit? Nah. I, hmm. I just need to ask them. Man, there's seven and go three ahead, in coach, the last you can ten. Ask. Right, go ahead, coach. Well, you I'm can just going to ask just for individual-wise on the pitching staff. I, I understand that yes. they're supposedly starting uh, – Pitcher for you know start the season is come up lame. Uh oh, who have we got, Coach? Foltowitz. Foltonevitz. Yeah, he's got a little bit of soreness. What's wrong, Foltonevitz, Jeff? I think soreness in his elbow, Coach. Yeah. Six that's four, two hundred pounds. That's not pounds. a good sign for a pitcher. Mm, didn't know that. Is he on the IR? No, uh, he's just. Uh, Let's get an injury update here. Injury update. We have Foltonevitz. Three, he see three side sessions March the 17th. He has right elbow soreness. Mm. He is due back possibly April. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get him back. AJ Mentor, possibly Aker, April. Left, excuse me, hiccups. Left shoulder, tightness. He played catch on the 15th of March. O'Day, Darren O'Day, right forearm discomfort. He's been cleared to resume as of March 15th. Soroka, Mike Soroka, mm -hmm. right something muscle strain. Trapezius, muscle strain, possibly April. So there is the health report. Not that bad, the injury report for the Bravos. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay? Yeah. You want to go over the players? or Who you want to know about? I'm just looking over a few of them. Let's go over the uh, outfielders. Let's look at the pitchers. Pitchers. Ooh, they got a bunch of them on, on there. They've got Kobe Allard, Jesse Biddle, Shane Carl, Grant Dayton, Mike Fultonevich, Sam Freeman, Max Fried, or Freed, um, Kevin Gossman, is it Louise Gaura, Luke Jackson, A.J. Minter, Sean Newcomb, Darren O'Day, Wes Parsons, Shad Sabatka, Mike Soroka, <coughs> G Julio Tehran, Tuki Toussaint, Johnny Ventures, Rodis Viscano, Jacob Webb, Patrick Weagle, uh, Bryce Wilson, Dan Winkler, Kyle Wright, and Oscar Yanoa, whatever. Studs, comments. I think Julio's at the end of his career. I know he's young, man, but he's losing some velocity. I don't think. Yeah, he's had trouble. We may have to send him to the pen. Is that what they're thinking about doing? Mm -hmm. Is that what you're reading over there? Mm -hmm. No, no, I'm not. But uh, I did read about him a few weeks ago. And it said that. He doesn't. He he doesn't have the velocity he once had. 
How old is he? He, he got to. I don't even think he's thirty. On a change, on a change of. Uh, so he's done. I didn't say he's done, but I, he may have to move to the pen, take him out of a starting rotation. We we'll have to pick up a bet. Who? I don't know. But we're you know when when John Smoltz got to that point, you know uh, where he lost a little velocity or whatever uh, with uh, the soreness in in his shoulder that. Uh, you know, they finally moved him to the pen. And you know what, Coach? I forgot about that. That helped him at the end oh, yes, there. Yes, it did. Who else were we talking about that, Jeff, one time about? Um, Moving him to the board? Yeah, who was you? Well, you brought it up or we brought it up. One of their it, – it's been in the last couple of years that we thought they might. You thought, and then after you said that, I went, that wouldn't be – he was a hard thrower. Who am I talking about? One of their starters as of late. As of late? No, I'm not talking about the wheelchair guys. I'm talking about. No, we're not. T- we're not talking about the ARP guys. Yeah, we ain't talking about no. RAD kids. No, Dickie and them couldn't have been a relief. They you could have. Yeah, you can't short, do. They could have been short-term relief for like when it's ten to nothing. You're down. You just need yeah, somebody. Yeah, you don't need a knuckleballer in relief, man. You no, got a problem if you, you need somebody <laughs> to get in relief. Bases loaded. He comes so that's right. So forward to the backstop. I, I have to give give them credit for what they did last year, though. If they if they make strides, they'll be. Oh, they're making strides, man! It's gonna happen. This is starting to all come together now. They got some young folks. If they hold true uh, to what they're doing and can continue on, and, and I think they've uh, learned a lesson over how they've handled some of the younger people. Um, to be out on the on the field and the success that they're they're having, uh, you know, you can you can ruin a guy if you don't bring him along like you, he uh, needs to. be. I've told that guy sitting right across from me that a lot uh, for several years. What's you that? Don't bring Jeff? Him along you don't, too quick. You don't, what now? You don't bring him up too oh. quick. You don't move him along too quick. It's got to be the right time. They got you. Got to bring them when they can have success. They got to have that success to mm-hmm. kind of get them going. If they go in and they fail immediately and continue, I mean it. it it, it, it psychologically it, now it coach them. Jeff mentioned that Taylor Ron was probably going to, have to go to the bullpen let's yeah. get the report I mean it's just your now that I got I mean it's my sixth time it's, it's just your obviously my the first time when I went in the opening day was kind of nervous but uh, Be I know what to do I know another opening day start be. for yeah, Atlanta it's, a, it's the first game of the season uh, it's a lot of expectation, especially from our team. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we want to we want to start the, the season the, the right way, but uh, you know I don't want to put that kind of pressure. Obviously, I know how uh, how everything how everything's gonna be. Uh, just trying to go out there. I just need to go out there, uh, do my my job like I've been doing this spring training. That I feel that uh, it's been really good. Just, just trying to go out there and do uh, the same thing that I've been doing. I mean, it's just your now that I got. I mean, it's my sixth time. It's it's just your Obviously, my the first time when I went in the opening day it was kind of nervous, but uh, I know what to do. I know how everything's gonna be. Uh, it's uh, it's the first game of the season. Uh, it's a lot of expectation, especially from our team. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we wanna we wanna start the, the season the, the right way, but uh, you know I don't wanna put that kind of pressure. Obviously, I know how uh, how everything how everything's gonna be. Uh, just 
trying to go out there. I just need to go out there, uh, do my, my job like I've been doing this spring training that I feel that uh, it's been really good. Just, just trying to go out there and do uh, the same thing that I've been doing. I'll tell you what, Coach, he's going to go to the pen. Now, this is good. After they start him that. on opening day, they're putting him in the pen. All right. Think about who everybody else was starting. <laughs> they start the 15, the 20-game winner. We're starting a 9-9. Nine and nine. Hey, I'm just glad that you're putting a little bit of the rest on your team that it's okay for you to get on them, but not me. Hey, he's your opening day pitcher, and you want to put him in the pen, baby. With Fulton Evans with the hurt elbow, that's the only reason he's starting. Oh. You reckon it, uh, okay. Atlanta is, is going to – Shop around and see if they can find somebody else, but it's probably too late now because of what's opening day, right about April. Something. Yeah, we're getting close, Coach. I don't know. Uh, They'll find they, somebody. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, 8.44. Yeah, oh, yeah, what condition my condition was in. Living in hell with a bar for sale. Well, I have a couple questions for you guys, starting with Auburn and Tennessee. Looking at the Auburn Tigers, they're a 10 seed. They're facing BYU in the Chicago Regional. Tennessee is facing UCLA as an 11 seed, UCLA being the 6 seed. So my question is, who's more likely to pull an upset, Auburn or Tennessee? Yeah, I, I, I say Auburn. And, and the reason why is because I think Auburn is a really tough NCAA tournament matchup. And be, the reason being is because they're so good defensively. They turn teams over, but they average 12 steals a game. This, the press that they can put on you is spectacular. And it's something that teams don't see during the course of a season. The SEC is used to it. The rest of the country's not. Well, I just like the fact that they're scoring this year. I mean, for years, like you said, uh, you know, with with Coach Flo, is that their defense they they turned teams over, but they weren't always turning it into points. Yeah. And now they've got they've got playmakers: Deja Alexander, Janiah McKay, Unique Thompson, Crystal Prem. I mean, they've got five players on the court that can score, and that is the biggest difference and why they're such a tough out because they're going to turn you over, but now they're going to come at you and they're going to score, and that's why I like them. Yeah, five double-figure scores and that starting lineup spectacular. Looking at two of the top seeds in the conference, South Carolina is a four seed in the Greensboro region, Mississippi State a one seed in the Portland regional. So South Carolina won't have to travel too far. Mississippi State will, but one. One's a one seed and one's a four seed. Who'd you rather be? I want to be the one seed. Are you kidding me? Is that even you a question? I want to be the one seed. No way. You could send me to Alaska. I want to be the one seed. <laughs> I, I think that there's a lot of things that are, are that that are good about being away from home at times. Now, some people might not agree with this, but as a coach, you have to focus your team. It's not always easy to focus your team when there's a lot of family around. You got just uh, friends and everybody's harping on they you. Want to get kids. And yeah. When can you come? Come eat with us and all that kind of stuff. It can be nerve-wracking. When you're over on the West Coast, not everybody can buy a ticket to the West Coast. And there's going to be some fans there. There's no question. Mississippi State, hey, man, give y'all credit. Your fans travel. Yeah. But I, I want to be the one seed. Yeah, well, last, last year, Mississippi State was in the Kansas City region, and two years ago they were in Oklahoma City. So And they got to the, to the big one. There so you I go. Don't, one seed all the way. Take it. <laughs> really quickly, a lot of time off between the end of the SEC tournament and the start of the NCAA tournament. Who do you think benefited the most from that time? Every team that bowed out early in the tournament 
they benefited because the reason why you get the rest. And at this point in the time in the season, you need rest. Your players have gone through a long offseason, preseason, now the season. They need those legs rested, and you're able to do that the two weeks prior to the NCAA tournament. Now, I think the biggest person that, that benefited was, was Kentucky. Kentucky was kind of banged up coming into the SEC tournament, but then Macy Morris, I mean, you watched that game. Macy was kind of limping down Steffi, the floor. Steffi, everybody's the banged up at this I point know, time but, of the season. You know, that time, you know, you can kind of maybe, you know, get healthy, and I think Kentucky is better when Macy is healthy. Breakout player for the tournament. Well, I'm going to tell you, I really think that Ryan Howard – is just absolutely a player that we didn't even talk enough about this year. Spectacular freshman from Kentucky, led every category in the SEC stats for freshmen in this conference, and she was just outstanding. Led her team in scoring, second in steals. You got rebounding. It goes on and on and on. She kind of flew under the radar, but I thought Kentucky kind of flew under the radar, yeah. but not anymore. I like Kayla Wells from Texas A&M. Oh, I like her too. And when, with Kennedy Carter being out in the SEC tournament, she shined. And I think that she's only going to build off that confidence heading into the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Well, certainly a lot to talk about. But what are some <laughs> of the underreported storylines you think are going into this tournament? Well, I'm going to go back to Ron Howard. Okay, I'm kind of stuck on her right now. But I, I, I really I can't emphasize enough what this player did in this league this year. And it's not easy as a freshman in this conference to have the numbers at the end of the season that Ron Howard did. Leading scorer on her team, leading rebounder, steal. I mean, it goes on and on. She made first team all SEC to go along with being SEC freshman of the year. That does not happen very much. Asia Wilson was the last player that that happened to in this conference. Spectacular player. I think for me, guys, Texas A&M, I think they can get to the Sweet 16. And they'll get Kennedy Carter back and, you know, taking a look at their, their route. I mean, they're going to play Wright State and then Marquette Rice is the next matchup for them, depending on that. But Kennedy Carter is money in the NCAA tournament. I don't know if you guys saw last year, but hitting that big shot against DePaul, she's going to be fun to watch. And so is Texas a and Yeah, Gary Blair's money in the NCAA tournament, that too. too. There are a lot of teams <laughs> hoping to make a deep run. One of those teams, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Yo bunch, coach. Thank you, Mark. That's Thank your school. Hey. That guy right there is not right. Coach, uh, how many how many women's sports did they have when you was in school there? How many women's sports? That's a good question. Uh, or having, did they have He's it? having to think. Tennis. Did Tennis? they have basketball? No. Uh-uh. What about track and field? Um, maybe one. Tennis players? Swimmers? Had, had, had some tennis players, if I remember correctly. Okay. Anything else? No, no, sir. It was, you know, you got to realize, guys, back in the so old, man. We didn't have women playing sports, did you? You just have to realize it. You know, Title Nine and a lot of things have Title Nine hadn't even got to fruition, had it, Coach. You wasn't even even discriminating then. You hadn't even started discriminating. They wasn't even playing, right? Well, you probably had some athletes, but not as many as you do now. They probably. They were probably getting ready for the debutante ball and stuff <laughs> well, like that. Well, some but. of the ones that you, that you had when you, you came in could have probably beat some of the guys. Uh, you know, but yeah. it, it just wasn't their time oh, yeah. yet uh, for whatever reason. Yeah, well, softball yeah. wasn't a recognized sport for them. And, and uh, I don't even know if they had swimming back then, more in the SEC. You'd have to ask uh, You know, they uh, women's golf, women's tennis. Women's track and field, I'm not certain. Now, I know know they have professional women's golfers and professional women's tennis players, but it may not be in a collegiate sport. 
Not at that time. Yeah, especially in the SEC. Maybe, maybe in the Ivy League or something like that. I'm not really certain. Two councils to meet tonight. We'll hear from both mayors oh, tomorrow. Yeah, I look forward to that. I always like the post. That's good. <coughs> post mortem meetings. Post mortems. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, uh, you yes, know, say a thanks to uh, the mayor, the councils, oh. and the oh. Auburn University, and everybody involved. Uh, uh, Mark, you and and Ron, oh, and super all seven. of us, and and uh, having the the Super Seven back uh, huh. again to rather than you know uh, let it drop by the wayside. Uh, it it's just a great atmosphere for mm-hmm. uh, for our young people. Yeah, coach, I think you given a lot of congrats. What do you do there in the Super Seven? What do I do? What do you do? I'm I just enjoy the game. Oh, that's it. That's, that's it. For you me. don't have a title? I don't have a title. Jeff, what is he? Do. He is a host family. He and Miss Angel. Why are you giving out thank well, yous? Well, see, I, I don't think yeah, you yourself. Let me ask you something, Coach. I mean, really, truly, you consider what we do. It's not really work, is it? It's no, just, it really isn't. It's pretty. You be, get to, you be on the sidelines. I mean, sometimes it's a little bit tedious. but other yeah, Y'all want me to record. Uh, this is being recorded, and I will remember this segment. Well, from both it of is. Us. I get. I know you, Coach, but this one over here, gee, <laughs> I can only imagine who this is right here too at this time. And you know, I th- he complained and complained. Eight fifty-five. We go to the Hamilton Hotline. Good morning. You're on the mark. Good morning, everybody. This thing was gentlemen from Nova Saga. Good morning, yes, sir. Everybody doing all right? Yes, yeah. sir. Councilman, yes. how about you, sir? Good. Just fighting this pollen like a lot of folks. Yeah, it is tough. You go from your eyes watering to. Your nose running back and forth all day. Yes, yeah, we had we had a interesting call yesterday. Miss Lewis said y'all were talking yesterday morning before. It's kind of unique. Miss Lewis talks too much. Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> you called, Councilman. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> did I hear you? I mean, the Coach Powell's going back to work, private school, AISA thing. Yeah, Clark County. Now, when he, he talked to me, Councilman, he... What, what, what was the name of the school? Clark Prep. I don't know why I said Clark County. I meant Clark Prep. Is it? Uh, has it been that long? I just hadn't... They didn't want to rest this with me. Well, he said it was 30 miles from there. I'm not sure how long they've been in existence. Uh, I can find out oh. real quick. I, yeah, I mean, I, it ain't one that, I mean, you, you, you think about down there, you think about, uh, what, Monroe, Monroe Academy and Wilcox Academy. Yeah. And, you know, the ones in, uh, Mobile, like those are two that jump out at you. But 1970 I, I Clark Prep Gators. Okay. Okay. They were, uh, I, what they, size is Mark? Pardon? What size? They are a 2A and, uh, they were, oh, here is, I'm going backwards, 18 backwards, 4 and 8, 3 and 8, 4 and 8, 8 and 4, 6 and 5, 11 and 2, 7 and 5, 10 and 2, 4 and 6, 5 and 6, 9 and 3, 6 and 5. That's well, they have 06. one every now and then. Every now and then. Yeah. Long time. I would venture to say that most of the private schools in the state were probably started around 69 and 70. Yeah, I'd be good. That's one of the, that's one of the smartest things, man, you've ever said. Yeah, around six, 1969 <laughs> and nineteen seventy, most of them were right, yes, in, there. right uh, in there at seventy. And Billy yeah. Hamilton was a long time, but yes, Councilman, I what, thought he was just going to coach football, but he mentioned this morning he was going to have a little PE class. 
Well, did, did you say he coached at Lee Scott? He did for one year. Won a state championship, though, didn't he? No, he did not. He didn't have a good year. What? When was that? Let me go. I, mean, I don't remember. Let me go back. Year. Sure. Me just, I am positive. Hang was on. it Lee Scott or? or, or Lee it was, it said Lee Scott. Hold on. I don't believe it was Lee Scott. I think it would have been. Hold on. Let me go back. Um, I don't think it would have been because it was at the time. But hold on. We'll pull it up for you. All right. So. All right, distinguished gentleman from Notasoga. He was at, he started his coaching career at McIntosh as a head coach in 78. In 1988, would it have been Lee Scott Academy then, Jeff? In 88, or was it Seals Lee and Scott? No, it was Lee Scott then, wasn't it? I'm not certain. Mark. 1988, he was 9 and 4 and uh, was 5 and, uh, you know what? Jeff was right. He did win the state championship. I'm sorry, Jeff. Mm. Hey, if Lee you, Scott. If you tell the, well, it says three and zero in the playoffs. It doesn't mention a state championship. But he well, went. If you three and zero, you won. I know them all. you'd have to be. <laughs> it doesn't mention state championship, but he went three and zero. Yeah, he won. I think. Yeah, he, he had. To I win thought. There. I thought the Lofton guy won. won. Coach Wilson won one. He won five AHSAA state titles, including four at Leroy, and one AISA state title at least. He's got academy. Tell it, Jeff. Sasser. Man, if I tell you a chicken to pull a plow, Hook you need him to up. be plowing. Hook him up. Hook him Hook up. up. Hook him up, Councilman. Well, That's uh, the he's in here, my friend. Did we ever have a set of dates next week? I was trying I thought to have we were going to go the date you said. What did we say? Uh, Thursday? But we never did agree right. to that day. We'll get off the mark and we'll agree to that. I'm available Thursday and Friday. Well, I mean, I got a welcome committee, the red carpet, the band, <laughs> and the whole nine yards. We'll get it set. On the Mark with D. Mark Mitchell and Jeff Sasser has been brought to you by The Orthopedic Clinic, Bubba's Medicine Shop, Jeffco Tran Funeral and Crematory, Opelika Power Services, Opelika Sportsplex and Aquatic Center, Western Sizzlin, The Clinic on Six, Rehab Works, John Rice Realty, Auburn Bank, Gentry Ware Motor Company, Reynolds Outdoors, Hamilton's on Magnolia, Cannon Carpet One, Encore Rehabilitation, Smith T Hardware and Building Supply, Max Credit Union, and Point Broadband. On the Mark is an iHeartMedia Auburn production and is available live now on iHeartRadio at iHeartRadio.com or on the iHeartRadio app. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.